What's up, everybody? Hope you're doing well. Here we are engaging heaven today. I'm James Levesque. Want to thank you for tuning in, making us a part of your day. Uh, man, we've been talking about some real stuff this week. Well, yesterday, you got to tune in. We're in perilous times. We're in perilous times. We're going to call this one a form. There's no doubt. There's no secret. The writing's on the wall. We are in some crazy times. Uh, it, it's by design. And that's what I need to tell you. Our life, our ministry, my life has uh, exploded in quarantine status. In, in, in the midst of 2020, which everybody loves the memes, everybody, 2020, this and that. 2020 is going to go down as one of the greatest years we have ever had in our lives. Why? Because we've touched heaven. God is not asleep. He's not on vacation. It is what you're wanting to believe and receive in this moment. And many of you are falling victim to this dead version of Christianity that's on the earth. And uh, it's dangerous. It is toxic. It's going to be deadly for some of you. Spiritually. I'm going to ask you this right now. Paul, in 2 Timothy chapter 3, started laying out like some warnings of what it's going to be in the end days, right? Uh, people are going to be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasting, proud, blasphemers, disobedient, all happening on the earth right now. Unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanders without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. I mean, that is flying on the earth right now. And then here's what Paul links in with all of this. This is amazing. Having a form of godliness but denying the power and from such people turn away. Wow. Let me ask you a question. If you were to be honest today, what would it look like in your life if you were having a form of godliness but denying power? I want you to be honest right now. What would it look like in your life if there was just a form of God everywhere, but when the anointing and the power and the miracle power needs to be at work in and through your life, it would not be there. So if there was a trap in your life of having a form but denying the power, what would that look like? Because I'm going to tell you, there are people that have forms that want you to think there's power. There's not power. Just because you put lipstick on a pig doesn't mean it's pretty. Do you understand me? Just because you, you know, I got to tell you what happened years ago. When we started launching churches in certain areas, I was shocked that Baptists and Methodists and super conservative, like, I mean, like, even just downright demonic stuff, like we believe in homosexual everything. These people would come in our area and they don't believe in the Holy Spirit whatsoever. And they started putting like pictures on their website of people raising their hands in worship. Man, there is no doubt that in the past, a seeker, the last 10, 15 years, there's been a wave in, a, in like of seeker sensitivity. Let's just look like we're there. Let's not really do it, though. Let's just appear to people. Uh, I'm amazed at how many spirit-filled people have been picked off by these, these fake movements of Holy Spirit Christianity. But in your life, what would that look like? Because I'm going to tell you, you better get out now. Because all these movements that were just, you know, all there was was a show, all these places that just had a form and denied the power, it ain't working anymore. Because you're not the only show in town. 
you can go to anywhere, especially Bible Belt areas. There could be 15 churches in a city, and they're all a part of the same program. It doesn't matter if it's spirit-filled, Baptist, Presbyterian, Catholic. They're all looking like they're edgy, and they all don't have much going on. But it's easy to talk about churches, right? It, it just puts all the pressure off you. Let's talk about you. Because I have seen increasingly in, my, in the last few years, spirit-filled Christians fall right into this trap. Not praying for people anymore, not seeking the things of the Spirit, just been burned, been hurt, kind of moved off of it. We don't, we never going to leave that. That is the gospel. But it's so hard because it's easier to appease your flesh. It's easier for you to get offended. It's easier for you to just kind of fall down a little bit to the church you go to. You will be judged for that. You are actually a sign of the end times. You, the Christian that is denying the power in its everyday life is a sign of the times. And Paul warned me to stay away from you, basically. Because the truth is, Paul's warning Timothy, don't do this. Don't do it. If the devil wanted all Christians to fall into this trap, what would it look like? Uh, I'm sorry, did someone say the word today? So few people on the planet leaning into miracles. So few people on the planet believing for supernatural breakthrough. So few people on the planet, especially in mainstream Christianity. Why? Because that doesn't sell. I'm sorry. I didn't think this was about selling. The only selling you're doing is selling out. It doesn't sell? What do you mean it doesn't sell? I remember when I wrote my first book, Revival Hunger. They just did not want to use the title. Revival, nobody wants to talk about it. It doesn't sell. I'm like, I don't care if it sells. God gave me the title. It's going to be called Revival Hunger. We must thirst for revival. What do you mean it does? I don't care if it sells. I'm not here. I'm going to write a book, and whoever needs to read it will. I'm not here. I'm not signing this thing up to try to make a get-rich-quick scheme. God gave me a burning word from heaven. I don't care if you like the title. It started in denominations, and then it led to churches, and then it led to isolated churches. And now, like a coronavirus, <sighs> multitudes are getting infected with having a form of godliness. I go to church. I give. I attend a Bible study group. I believe in the Holy Spirit, James. I'm not asking you if you believe. What would it look like if you just had a form? A form doesn't mean it's not right. A form just means you have stopped way short. What would it look like if you just had a form? And your form has seared your conscience, the way Paul said, because you think you're good enough. I don't need to be like that. I'm this. Well, that's going to hurt you. Because you have got to stop denying the miracle power of God. When was the last time you cursed sickness out of somebody's body? Come on. When was the last time you prayed for a family member over the phone? When was the last time you stood and became bold about the things of the Spirit? Yeah. For some of you, I'll wait. That's the life we live. That is the hope of a believer, right? I'm so thankful that I've had an encounter with God 
right? I continually build on that relationship and fuel that fire in my life because I'm going to tell you straight up, looking at the temperature of Christians around me today, I'm not sure I would believe any of this stuff outside of like a Mack truck encounter with the Father. Because who in your life, who in your life are you surrounding yourself with that is stirring the flames inside of you? And why do you continually hold people hostage from your past because you have a fear that God can't bring anybody new in your life? I was with a couple last week who did not enter my life. I was on the phone who did not enter my life until about a month ago. And I will tell you, I feel like they've been in my life forever. Because I've never held people hostage. And, and truthfully, most people are, have fear of uh, expanding their life. You better surround yourself with people that will fan the flame with you of what God wants to do. Otherwise, dude, you want to talk about love units? People are either depositing power into your life or withdrawing it. And you better be careful that you, you're just around people that are withdrawing power from you. Because so many today on the planet are denying that power. Don't let it be you. We're going to continue reading this because it's about to get crazy. I'm going to talk tomorrow about artificial maturity. The process of gaining knowledge only versus the experience that you need to have. That's it. Love you. We'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for rocking with Engaging Heaven today. I'm out. Hi, friends. Thanks for listening to Engaging Heaven today. As a reminder, subscribe and review. We love hearing your great feedback. Also, share the podcast with everyone you know and help us spread the word of God. 